And welcome once again to another episode of the Kumquat Corner. I am your host, John Kumquat. If you have never listened to this podcast before, I'll tell you a little bit about what we do. Now, each week we bring on guests, pundits, and we discuss titillating topics for you. We debate, discuss them. Now, we try to go straight down the middle on this show. A lot of times you'll see the shows that will veer to the left or the right. That's not us. We try to keep you straight down the middle. But we bring on guests each week that will veer to the left or the right, but we try to keep them straight. Now, this week's topic is legalized prostitution. Now, this is a very, very uh, titillating topic, if you will, uh, because... There's a lot of sex workers that are now fighting for the rights to do their work uh, because a lot of other countries, prostitution is legalized. And there are some places in the United States where prostitution is legalized. Now, a lot of people want to see prostitution legalized across the nation. There are some people that don't that don't agree with legalized prostitution and they think that the work is less than glamorous, whereas other ones are uh, they have different thoughts and views on it. So we're going to we're going to open this topic up and discuss it. We brought on three different pundits. We brought on first Mr. Richard Sweat, who is running for state senate in South Carolina. Happy to be here, John. Thank you for having me. And then we have Jessica Morgan, who is a mommy blogger. John, it's so good to see you again. And then new to the show, we brought on Candace Trixie, who is a worker at the Bunny Ranch, the famed <laughs> Bunny Ranch in Nevada. Yeah, and this Trixie isn't for kids. <laughs> All right, thank you. We're going to start it out with Mr. Richard Sweat. Mr. Richard Sweat, what is your view? What are your views and your opinions on legalized prostitution? Well, I think it's a slippery slope, all right? Mm -hmm. um, just like drugs and video violence and video games. You know, uh, it's ideally you would let, we want freedoms, and we think people can, uh, can handle these things. But young people are just too idealistic, and there are many dangers that come with this. And I am I am against the legalization of prostitution. Okay, Jessica Morgan. Well, John, I think it's so complicated, you know, uh, because prostitution exists, right? We mm -hmm. can't necessarily stop people from it, but I certainly don't want, you know, my children growing up in a world where there's just, you know, I'm so sorry to say it, but just whores on mm. every corner. <laughs> That's um, me. Well, you know, what else should I call them, really? Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I've, I've read some, some blogs and uh, some, some other thought pieces about women who are in the, the sex industry. And if this is what they want, maybe we should listen to them. Um, you know, I, I was uh, a cheerleader uh, for, uh, you know, the, the Cleveland Browns for many years. And while it's not exactly the same as sex work, I would say it's maybe adjacent to it. I mean, you still get fucked. Well, <laughs> certainly. I mean, certainly with the Browns. Um, but I, I, I just, I just worry about the kids. You know, I don't want my little girl Tamitha, you know, seeing a world where she thinks that sex work is a viable choice for her. It shouldn't be a pr profession. These little girls shouldn't grow up wanting to be sex workers and whores. You know. You're so right, Jessica. You yeah. are so right. Yeah, that's right, Dickie. Okay, and we're gonna go to. Candace Trixie. <laughs> That's my name. You can call me Candy, though. 
Okay. Candace Trixie. All right. So we, uh, we all know that you are for the legalized prostitution, correct? Uh-huh. I love it. Okay. So do you believe that? What do you, what do you think has to be done in order to take the, the, the necessary steps into legalizing prostitution across the nation? One thing I really like about the Bunny Ranch is they took me in from Vegas. On Vegas strips, you have a pimp and he take away your money and beat you. But at the Bunny Ranch, I get medical, which is really good. I have to take an STT test every day, and then I have to get my puss puss sweeped up and make sure it's clean, and I get free waxings every week. It's the pluses. So your um, your healthcare just involves um, basically keeping your parts. No in order, full healthcare full health, benefits. Okay, the Bunny Ranch is the best. They make sure that each and every girl is taken care of, and we get a fine selection of men who have to have a background check come in, and then we make sure we have cameras in the different videos. I get to set up my suite any way I want. Well, that's nice of them and very progressive of them. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Richard Sweat. Yep. What do you say to the people that say that, you know, even if you had, like, sex work, you could tax it and it would be beneficial for the state? Well, I agree with them that it, it would be. It would be a tax revenue. It would bring in money. But we're talking about people, John. You know, the existence of prostitution anywhere in society's is betray society's betrayal of women, especially those who are marginalized and vulnerable because of their sex. All right? I care about you, Candy. You know? I know you do, Dickie. And we have a place for that to be legalized already. So why can't we just maybe just keep it there and just, you know, if people in the United States, we, they know where to go. And they but can just I go there for it. But I thought you wanted me to come on vacation with you this summer. You know, it's... it's um, People have the right to go there, and to, to Reno, and... I was going to wear my little two-piece, the one that you like that shows my bunny tattoo on my butt cheek. Uh, Candace, you bring a lot of good points in this argument, and uh, I just want to keep a professional here. Oh, we're very professional, Mr. Sweat. Uh, John, so, uh, 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 Richard, do you know Trixie? Look, I, have, I travel a lot. We have friends everywhere, and I'm just a nice person. He's our number one customer at the Bunny Ranch, oh and I'm his number Sweet. one girl. Dick. I, I didn't do anything illegal. No, you didn't. It's legal there, uh, but you're against it. Everywhere else. Everywhere else. So you just want to um, Confined where we can watch it and keep an eye on it and not let it just go everywhere rampant and That's take it over right, society. That's right, my dirty little sweat boy. But when... Uh, if it was legalized everywhere, you wouldn't have to travel from South Carolina to Reno. That's not a big deal for me. I, I kind of like to get away a little bit. From the family, right? From, yeah, you know, it's hard work being a... Uh, Cheryl's running. so mean to him. Cheryl's it very... makes his back hurt. That's why he's got to lay on it and let me do all the work. You know, that's interesting when we're talking about, like, 
just legalizing in like one area versus maybe like another area. I wonder if maybe it would just be cool in like in the cities, in like those dirty cities, just to have prostitution there. The and dirty cities. The dirty, the dirty dark cities, and then in the the suburbs, like where I live, then there's no prostitution. I would be. I think there's I'd be okay with that. There's tons of prostitution in the suburbs. Wait, what? That's one of our number one places to go. Wait, what? Really? Oh, yeah. Key parties, swinger parties. It's all over the BDSM chats. Oh, well, you didn't know that, did you? No, I, I didn't One know of the that. number one uh, districts for kink is in Chicago, and it's in the wealthier section on the Gold Coast. Well, see, and that's a city. That's a very dirty and city. And then the suburbs of Naperville is our second largest. Well, see, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, where where are you from, Jessica? I'm in Shaker Heights, Shaker Heights, Ohio. So uh, just outside of Cleveland. Mm, Shaker Heights, number ten. Really? Oh, you have them memorized. That's. Of course I do. I don't just only work at the Bunny Ranch. I go out for parties too. I'm a really good dancer. So have you uh, personally worked at Shaker Heights? Mm-hmm. There's this one guy in Shaker Heights. His name is Jonathan, and he's so cute and smart, and he loves his wife so much. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're my wife. You're a mommy blogger. Oh. Um, my, my husband's name is Andrew, so I guess I'm in the clear. <laughs> oh, that's our safe word. <laughs> Wait, what? what? What's your safe word? In the clear? Andrew. Andrew is your safe word? Mm-hmm. For for Jonathan? Yeah. At least I think that's his name. What's what's Andrew's middle name? It's Jonathan. Oh. oh. Okay. You're so pretty. You could easily work at the bunny ranch. Well, I know that. I know that, but it's not the life that I want for myself. You know, I had that period of time in my life. When I was in my 20s, I worked very hard to, you know, keep it high and tight and to fit into my, my cheerleader costume. And then I snagged myself, my investment banker husband. And it's dirty, dirty whores like you that make it hard for me to hold on to my man. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're always looking for a new marketing team at the Bunny Ranch and always looking for new blogs. We have a cooking channel now, and it's all topless. I don't want to dilute my brand. I have worked very, very hard to create a pure, family-focused, and helpful, sunny blog, and you are making it very, very difficult. Hey, silver lining here. This uh, could be a new topic for your blog. Um, Shut up, John. I, just I'm, to help I'm really enjoying myself, John. This, this, yeah, you are, Dickie. I love both these women. Uh, they're, they're very good. Great. <laughs> I, I can hang out with you. You haven't stopped smiling. Oh, since. I enjoy this. Yeah. I, think, I think Dick likes to watch. Oh yeah, I'm a big mm -hmm. watcher. You know? I'm, a, I'm a good listener. You well, know? your chair has gotten uncomfortably close to Trixie. Like, well, it has wheels, and I think I think the floor is a little tilted. Oh, Dicky, your chair's so big and black. Well, thank you, darling. Did you did you just deepen your voice? No. One thing. All right. One thing. I want to keep try to keep us on topic because yes, yes. my goodness. <sighs> Thank you for doing my job. I am glad you have health insurance, Trixie, or Miss Trixie. Mm hmm Because at least if you're spreading yourself around, you're not also spreading disease. Oh no, that's our number one thing: is not spread disease. 
Did you know that we also have a fine education center helping girls get their GED? I even have a master's in marine biology. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm, from UCLA. That's, wow. That's pretty shocking. Honestly, man. really impressive. Yeah. So you, the sex work is just because you enjoy it. Oh, it's not because yeah. it's a necessity. I like making people feel real good, and it makes me feel real good when they feel real good. So there is a market out there for people that, you know, just like to make people feel good, and then there are people, obviously people, that go there to want to feel good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I I can see why people would want it legalized across the nation. You know, I, I was reading this other blog, and it's also... There's a service you can perform for people who are in the disabled community as well. People who might not be able to have traditional relationships or sexual fulfillment, and instead they can have more of a commercial relationship. But God damn it, I can't believe you fucked my husband! Well, majority of the time, I'm just filling a gap in between someone's lifestyle that they may not be getting at home. But that doesn't mean that they don't love their significant other. Sometimes you may find the perfect one and they don't have all the attributes you want. So you may slip here and there, but overall, you really do love that person you're with. And Jonathan does say he loves his wife more than anything in the world. So you think you're helping people? Of course. I'm bringing them together. I mean, I've taught him a lot of tips and tricks, and he says that his wife loves him now when he goes down on her. Wait, you did that? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean... It has been a game changer. (laughs) And to be honest, Jonathan and I have kind of slipped away. He's moved on because he's happier with his wife. And that's perfectly fine because that leaves more people to help in the world. I mean, I... Like Mr. Sweat here. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess I would rather... Dick gets awfully sweaty. And I need a lot of help. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to um, ask you to move your chair a little bit more to the left. I apologize. Yeah, you're crowding uh, both of us right now. Yeah. I just want to say, you know... As much as I love these ladies, I, I, I still, my original point that it should be constricted to a small area so we can keep it safe and focused, you know. Movies like Pretty Women just normalize that something that could destroy lives, you know. And I don't want us to destroy lives, you know. I want people to live healthy, fruitful lives and vote for me 2020, Dick Sweat, South Carolina State Senate. But by having a safe place where you could do it. I mean, most people do it behind closed doors and don't even know about it, such as the kink world. And most porn stars have some form of intellect, and if they had some form of, well, I mean, one of our main girls is a Mensa member, and she was doing gaffing behind-the-scenes work on her own film shoots. She even had directorial quotes and, and different tags on the films that she made. I don't see why you can't have a multi-business function when you're just known as a whore. So are you guys uh, unionized? We would like to be, because then we could make more films and make more people happy. Right now it's a little unregulated and unsafe. I mean, in the Valley there was just a whole sweep of, well, I hate to say it, there was someone with AIDS and they weren't checked clearly. And that's the kind of thing that you need with regulation. That way you can help prevent disease spreading from other people. You know, I always say sunlight is the best disinfectant. Uh, and, and pulling things, you know, out of the darkness and push, pushing them into the light 
maybe that is better. Maybe maybe people like you could be a little bit safer. Um, people who might be forced into a scenario where they feel like sex work is their only option, uh, they could have police protection because they are not criminals themselves. Majority of the time, a lot of the girls who come into this business are coming from bad homes, which were represented from father figures or parents, or maybe they had struggles at school and didn't know how to fit in. And I think maybe we should look at our education reform and also parenting strategies in order to keep girls out of the business. And if they want to go into it, then treat them as individuals and not as prostitutes. That's very... You know, Oh, Candy, I think I owe you an apology. I'm sorry I called you a whore. You can call me anything you want. Just don't call me stop. <laughs> don't call you stop? Yeah, because I want to keep going. Yeah, okay, so stop would not be a safe word. Mm-mm, not with Dickie and I. Mr. Sweat, do you, I, I think this is probably the happiest I've ever seen you on any of our shows. Yeah, uh, this is a topic uh, that you know, I get real heated about, and I feel, you know, I just want to save all the women out there. But so. you, you still want it, uh, like, centralized to, like, just one yeah, spot. To keep right. it safe. To keep it safe. What about for people that can't afford to exactly. travel Exactly. Maybe those people don't nation. deserve it. I, I hate to say that. I didn't want to say that, but I do. You're going to ask that question. Maybe some people, if you need money, you need money. These women need a safe spot. I'm sorry. You don't deserve what, what a if you, nice lady like Candy here. But what if you're not wealthy enough to afford uh, to be able to go? Like, But you're, you're, I mean, you're in need. Say, like, the handicapped people that, are, that have those needs that they need fulfilled, but they can't do it because they... they don't have the money to travel like you. You know, uh, th that is part of capitalism, and you need money to, to pay for any any type of service, okay? If you don't have money, then you need to work hard and make more money for that. Well, they, they, they will have money for the service, but just not money for the travel. I don't know what to tell you. Like, well, if it was legalized, like, uh, they could have a spot that was closer to them. You're a lot them. of women in danger, and I, I love women, and I want to protect them, all but right? Dick, why are you... The, the arbiter of what's correct for women. Who decided that you were the protector of women? I'm a father. Oh. Okay. There it is. Yeah, All right. He's a are, are you a father of daughters? Is that what yep. it is? Okay. okay. And I want to protect them. And I, you know, are you, are did you, you care about women before you had daughters? It, I'm not going to lie. It changed me a little bit. All right. Okay. I, I didn't. Now I, I understand and I realize I feel like I'm a better person because of them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, women are just so gullible sometimes, and I just want to protect them. Wow. Okay. I thought you said that I would be a good mother role model to them. Well, Weren't you going to leave Cheryl for me? And I was going to be their new mommy? Oh, Candy. I, I, I cannot leave Cheryl. I, that would ruin my chances of winning 2020. I, I love her. Cheryl, I love you, baby. Uh, Tina and Christina, I love you, babies. Uh... I'm a family man. Guess what, Dickie? Just what? like our regular Wednesday when you're on all fours and you want to be treated like a dog, you're acting like a real bitch right now. Okay. I hope you lose. I don't appreciate In that. In fact, your contender has even been over to the bunny ranch and told me all about your little backhand trading. You and Bezos nope, are in cahoots. Nope. nope. Oh. Are you are you in cahoots with Jeff Bezos? Look, if somebody wants to fund me and send me campaign donations, I'm not going to turn that down. I'm running. I'm trying to win 
Okay. Dick, 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 dick. What? So is there is there something be is what? I feel like there's something behind you wanting to keep uh, it, it just centralized and just. I don't want to share with everybody. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm not a share. I I do like you, Candy, and it hurts me that you you're with other guys. All right. The only reason I'm with other guys is because I like it. And you said it turned you on. And you said you would take me away if given the chance. And you have wasted every chance you've had. 62 times in the last year and not one of them you've taken me away. I really hope your wife isn't listening to this podcast. She doesn't care what I do. She ain't... She doesn't really support me. She's taking care of the daughters mostly. Also, she's really old fashioned. She's yeah. She's the stay at home mother, home wife, taking care while I'm out uh, trying to save all the women. Jessica, how do you feel about that? Terrible. I feel terrible about that. You know, it, it's. I, I would love to talk with Cheryl because I feel like we would have so much to talk about. Um, you know, I, I'm also a stay-at-home mom, and that's not a bad thing, but it's so important to have the support of your spouse, of your husband, and that buy-in. Um, it sounds like, quite frankly, you just use your wife and daughters as political pawns and saying that, you know, that because they exist just by virtue of them living, all of a sudden you're a better person even though you don't actually play any significant role in their lives? I've read your blog, Jessica. You're not telling me you're not using your kids to gain a little publicity? Publicity? Is that what I'm doing? Yeah. I'm gaining publicity? Followers, people, money, monetizing I, off your kids. Oh, I you're so much sharing, better than me. I am sharing insights, specific ways to engage with your children, to in, in, enrich your relationship oh, with your children. Yeah, because your kids want that. They want to be exposed do. all over they the internet. They love it. And as you know, having gone to my blog, I blur out their faces because I think that privacy is very, very important, and I'd want them to make their own choices for when their faces are on the internet once they're 18. You think... They want to know that their baby's going to be naked all over the internet. That's, that's it's it's a naked baby face, but it's a blurred face, so they don't know which baby it is. And it's a baby. Why are you all worried about it being naked? Babies can, are naked sometimes. Can I just interject and say that I loved your piece on gourds, <gasps> and when you carved out the pumpkin and put a smiley face and had one of the babies inside. And it was wearing the top of the pumpkin as a hat. Yes. I thought it was adorable. You're not Candy. helping, Candy. Candy, thank you. That wasn't you know Candy's reference. You know what? I am helping. I'm helping someone because I'm giving them a compliment. Yeah. And I'm interjecting. Richard. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. That's right. I used your real name because you don't deserve Dickie. Because you're, you're despicable. And you know what? You're a real Nixon. Oh, Ooh. all right. All right, so we're going to get back on topic here. Um, so so for just to, to review, Jessica, you are kind of changing your stance on legalized prostitution. I just, I want women to have a future that is empowered and where they feel like they're more than just their bodies. And yeah. I worry that if we just go, you know, whole hog and say, okay, prostitution is is the law of the land, and everybody can be a, I'm not gonna say it anymore, but you know, a sex worker. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Um, then maybe you know, precious little babies like like my Tamitha, that's the route that they're gonna go down, and that just worries me because I I know that sex is is so private and important and personal to everybody and to monetize it 
You know, that, it concerns me from a, a fabric of relationship standpoint. But on the other hand, women like Candy, who I'm getting to know a little bit better over here, I want them to have a safe environment where they can work. And if sex work is inevitable, which I think, you know, looking back at the history of humankind, it pretty much is, then why are we making these women more vulnerable instead of safer? So maybe regulation and, and, and legalization could be a path towards that. It's, I absolutely agree that it could be. Um, so Trixie. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, Candace Trixie. Yeah. So in your stances, you want it legalized throughout the nation, correct? Oh, that would be wonderful. Because that would open up uh, opportunities for you to work in, you know, across the country, you know, if you want it. Well, sex so, work spans more than just sex. I mean, there's yes. a whole revolution behind it. You've got movie studios that are doing it in the Valley, and you could have those unionized and regulated so that people get, you know, their just dues. Instead of coming in at $35 for a blowjob, they can make 100 For Oh. That's quite pricey. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Sweat, and you would like it if uh, it was legalized, but just in a certain spot. Yeah. So, just you don't the way it is like right now, I think it's perfect, just, right? In the middle ground, small area. Not everybody can make it. Not poor people who might have diseases and stuff like that. You know, we want to keep wow. it clean. <laughs> I, I, rich people have diseases, too. But... On a lesser level. Like, it's, you know... Because they can afford the medication. They can afford the medication. Richard has gonorrhea. Oh. You, you are not... Isn't that like a, a, a law... You're not allowed to say that. She's not a lawyer. She's not a doctor either. Yeah. I'm a prostitute. So I don't think... That was a... personal. Oh, was it? Maybe you shouldn't have got personal with me. Candy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. I, you're right, though. I've been wrong. I wronged you, and I want to right that ship. Let's go out after this. I'll take you out on a date. I don't want a date. I want a ring on my finger. Okay. All right, we're going to get back on topic here, if we can. Um, so we have three different levels of acceptance in uh, legalized prostitution. We have uh, Mr. Sweat, who st wants it to stay as it is, we have uh, Jessica Morgan, who wants, uh, is almost turning a new leaf to where she sees that it could, be a, it could be beneficial if it were legalized and regulated. And then we have uh, Candace Trixie, who wants it to be legalized across the nation because it opens up so many doors for many other women and many other uh, sex workers to expand and men grow their, too. their brand. I'm exactly. not going to dismay and say that men aren't involved as well. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to bring up the men. I thought we were going to stay strictly with women on Did this Did you one. know that men get paid a third of the price of women? It's almost the opposite of the normal working environment. That's fascinating. That's very, I know that. Very fascinating, very true. And most of the time, the men have to go into gay porn or gay sexualization, even if they don't want it. I did hear that. It's harder for the men to break into the um, adult film industry. So a lot of men who work in the adult film industry have to start with um, gay porn. Like, they start with men on men, and then... Gay for pay, gay, is what it's called. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess, but I yeah. would never. 
Never. That is against the Bible. Those are sins right there. I don't think anybody's asking you to. Oh, excuse you. I don't Bobby think anybody Blart. wants to see that. Oh, okay. Well, I've been with many women, so thank you. Congratulations. I might have paid a lot of them. Yep, there it is. Candy, I do love you. I just want to say that, but we need to restrict this to a small area. Again, I want to save you. I want to keep you protected. I, I don't know what would happen. If you went to Detroit, I'm sorry, I, I'm worried somebody might hurt you there. You are protected with the gated community at the Bunning Ranch. It's, but if, if it were uh, legalized across the nation, I'm sure that would come with regulations, with uh, security, uh, benefits, health insurance, you, uh, unionization. It, it actually is, uh, that would be a different, you know, that would actually be on the table too, I would, I would believe. Correct? Well, it's hard like, for any industry to unionize, you know, yeah. so. But I, it would at least be a conversation that was being had. I think right to work is the way to go. So you, you don't need to unionize. Just, you know, stand up for yourself and fight for your own, right? You know what, Dick? You bring up a really good point. In fact, I was thinking of moving to Detroit where I could set up my own BDSM club. It would be a privatized club, and that way I have full control over it. I mean, I've saved enough money. You've spent a lot on me in the past year or two. And I, I could set those up... Those were my money. That was public funds. Okay, all right, we're going to wrap this up and get one final thought on uh, legalized prostitution from each of you. We're going to start here with Jessica Morgan. Well, I feel like I've learned a lot today. Um, I've learned some things that I kind of wish that I didn't know about my husband, uh, but I will have to incorporate that information into my life and move forward somehow. Um, but I think I've come around to thinking that we need to protect our sex workers. We need for there to be, uh, you know, regulations and, and protections against these women. Otherwise, they're going to be at the mercy of fat, and men like Dick, honestly, people who are going to manipulate them and potentially harm them and uh, pimp them out. And these women aren't going to have any autonomy, uh, autonomy over their, their bodies or their business. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's legalize it. Mr. Sweat, your final thought on legalized prostitution. You know, when I think about this, I think about my daughters, and I would be... Why? I'd be heart-torn if they did something like that, fall into that type of field or anything, you know? And I just want to protect women. I just want to protect them from that. Uh, I would hate for them to lose their dad and then fall into something like that, so I just want to be around and protect these women, keep it to a small area, uh, I know I know Candace means well, right? But just come on. Should she be making those types of political decisions like that? Keep it to the men and the people in power. She knows what she's talking about. She lives it every day. I'm, I, also, I also went to university. And you forget that, Dickie. You paid for my schooling. Okay. You made me what I am. All right. And your final thought, Miss Candace Trixie. If there are any veterans out there or anyone who is handicapped or those who have a kink, there is a place for you. And you don't have to be shamed for liking it or wanting it unless it's like, you know, murdering someone. But the point is that we should be accepting sex and not making it this taboo subject. We're one of the few countries who do. I mean, prostitution is the oldest job in the book. It's and you true. should be accepting those who want to go into it. Pleasure is pleasurable. It's not a punishment unless you want it to be. 
And if you want to help us out, maybe help regulating it or help unionizing would keep us safer. You still get the same entertainment. You still get the same pleasure. But it's just in a way that makes us feel safe, and that way we can make you feel better. All right. All right. So that was a, a, a very interesting topic to discuss this week on the Kumquat Corner. So thank you for joining us and listening to us again on this episode of Kumquat Corner. Join us next time where we'll have another titillating topic to discuss and debate for you to listen to. So thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Kumquat Corner. Everybody's coming to the Everybody's coming to the